In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The last few Sundays of the church year are heavy on judgment. We've heard a lot lately about the outer darkness and weeping and gnashing of teeth and disappointment and depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire. With all of this impending doom, it can be very easy to become apprehensive about the last day. So let me start this way. God's words of judgment are terribly important and true. He is a holy God, and the unholy cannot stand in his presence. But God's words of judgment are not for you. They're not for you, the baptized, the forgiven, the blessed, you who have fellowship with the body and blood of Jesus, you who have the name of the good shepherd stamped on your forehead, you sheep whom the shepherd knows by name, God's words of judgment are not for you. That question, the question of whether you're a sheep or a goat, it's already been answered. It was answered in Jesus' death and resurrection, and it's answered in your death and resurrection with him in baptism. It's already happened. Your judgment day has come and gone. What makes you good, what makes you righteous, what makes you a sheep, is the shepherd's great love for you. And if you're unsure, if you're apprehensive, just take a look from the font to the altar to the crucifix and see what kind of love he has for you. How relentlessly he sought you out and how graciously he's shepherded you home. And so for you, the last day when Jesus returns, in some ways it won't be all that different from this day. Jesus will gather us together from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast in his kingdom, which has no end. And he will stand before you, flesh and blood, and he will give you everything he has, and he will welcome you home. And he will say to you, as he says to you today, Come, you who are blessed by my Father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. There's no need to be anxious about the last day. But, just because we know how the story ends, doesn't mean there won't be any surprises. The kingdom of God is full of surprises. Right from the get-go, from the beginning of the Gospel of Matthew, right on the first page of the book, there was a big surprise. It began with the genealogy of Jesus. Instead of a spotless pedigree for the Son of God, the King of Israel, instead of heroes, bright stars, and good blood, it's a ragged bunch of liars, cheats, conspirators, murderers, prostitutes, and outcasts. It's hardly what you'd expect from royalty in the kingdom of God. And the surprises go on. The kingdom of God doesn't have smooth edges and rounded corners. It's an embarrassing field of wheat and weeds. It's an economy where nothing is fair and no one gets what they deserve. It's a life that you can't live without dying first. It's everything that doesn't fit into the nice, clean borders that we try to create around our lives. The kingdom of God is full of surprises. And today, just to cap things off, 
on the last Sunday of the church year, we find out that there will be one more surprise. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, and He sits on His glorious throne to discuss your life, your deeds, your works, you will be very, very surprised by all the nice things He has to say about you. You will be surprised because you know how hard it is to do good. You know how hard it is to be kind and show mercy. You know how hard it is to do things for the right reasons. You know what happens to good intentions and resolutions and meaning well. And you know what it's like to fail and how hard it is to keep going and how quickly we find ourselves asking how any of this is benefiting us. You know how hard it is to do good. And so, you will be very, very surprised on the last day by all the nice things that Jesus has to say about you. And you'll be very, very surprised because he has nice things not only to say about you, but about the whole ragged bunch of liars, cheats, conspirators, murderers, prostitutes, and outcasts who will be standing with you among the sheep. You will be very, very surprised because you, the baptized, the forgiven, the blessed, you who have fellowship with the body and blood of Jesus, you who have the name of the Good Shepherd stamped on your forehead, you sheep whom the shepherd knows by name, it's you that Jesus has chosen to do his work in the world. It's you who are created for loving your neighbor. It's in you that he has begun a good work. And God always finishes what he starts. And so on the last day you will stand before his throne and he will say to you, you did all these wonderful things for me. And you will be surprised. And you will ask him when. And he will answer, you thought they were filthy rags. You thought that I wouldn't be pleased. You thought it was all in vain. But your life, your works, your deeds, your story has been swept up into mine. Your weaknesses, your shortcomings, your disappointments, your frustrations, they've all been nailed to my cross and buried in my grave. And everything that you've done, trusting in me, fueled by my love, fed with my body and blood, it's all been forgiven. It's all good. All the things I asked you to do, all the things you struggled with, I've made them all perfect. And when you loved your neighbor, you played a role much more important than you can imagine in a story much bigger than you know. Because you were doing the works that I prepared for you from the foundation of the world. And you were loving me. And so on the last day when you stand before the throne, you'll be very, very surprised. It says so right in the text. So, keep going. Come to church. Eat and drink, love your neighbor, do good, be kind, show mercy, and on the last day, rejoice in all the nice things that Jesus has to say about you. In his holy name, amen.